The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the second chapter. Glory to God. Now after the wise men had left, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you, for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. Then Joseph got up and took the child and his mother by night and went to Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet, Out of Egypt I have called my son. When Herod saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, he was infuriated, and he sent and killed all the children in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under, according to the time he had learned from the wise men. This was fulfilled what had been spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A voice heard in Ramah wailing and loud lamentation. Rachel weeping for her children, she refused to be consoled because they are no more. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared to, in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up and take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel, for those who are seeking the child's life are dead. Then Joseph got up and took the child and his mother and went to the land of Israel. But when he had heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in the place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And after being warned in a dream, he went away to the district of Galilee. There he made his home in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He would be called a Nazarene. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So many of us may be experiencing a Christmas hangover. You know that feeling when you've watched your last Christmas movie and you kind of want to move on to New Year's and start celebrating the new year, but you still have a number of Christmas cookies that you need to be eat, that need to be eaten. Maybe you still need to send your Christmas cards because you haven't gotten around to it yet. Or maybe like my family, we're going to see my parents to celebrate Christmas, just trying to schedule everything in. Squeeze as much Christmas as you can to get into this time that we have before the new year. Because when you think about Christmas, you think about this time of the year, and we want to celebrate and be happy with our friends and family. And then we come to church today and hear the gospel text. Reading, we hear on Christmas Eve that Jesus is born. They have this time to celebrate with the child, but then we hear that they have to run for their life. You know, but when I come to church, I want to continue in this Christmas feeling, but instead, I get a reading, a time that we might want to forget. Jesus' family fleeing their country, trying to find a place of refuge. They go to Egypt because of the slaughter of the innocents. When I come to this passage, I feel like I've been cheated a little bit, that my Christmas has been abruptly shortened, that we somehow have been shortchanged. But then I think about and the realities of what Jesus' family was experiencing and what many people in our world are experiencing today. 
Here's what happens. Herod hears about the birth of Jesus, and he's worried because Jesus is going to upset the order of the world. He's upsetting the plan that Herod has put in place for himself. When Jesus becomes the chosen king, the one who is going to bring peace and justice and equality for the kingdom of God in the world, things are going to change. And Herod doesn't want that. Herod does not want things to change. He enjoys things the way that they are, so he was afraid. He is afraid because when the promises of God has have come to be fulfilled in the world, the power that Herod holds is going to be taken away and peace and justice is going to be restored. He is so upset about this that he is willing to slaughter innocent lives in the whole region. So Mary and Joseph hear about this through a dream, a message from God that they need to run. They need to find a safe place for themselves and especially their child. And we read this and we think how terrible this is. How how can Herod do such a thing? But to some extent, we live this in our world today. When something comes and disrupts our own life, like a reading during the Christmas season, How often do we want to do anything possible to change it and not disrupt the order of our own life? When we think about our holiday traditions, for example, we we might say, well, we have to have ham and, and green bean casserole and mashed potatoes on Christmas Day because that's the way we have always done them. Or this is how we organize our gifts and this is how we open presents on Christmas morning because that's, that's how we do it here. We think about these things when we say it in church. We can't do this certain thing because it's new. It's different than what we have done before. These are the decorations that we have to use on Christmas or this is the way we have always done communion. We can't do anything different. Now, we here at Prince of Peace are blessed because we are willing to do something new, to try something new. We have done that over the past year and a half, and we have seen how this is adding to our community here, how our congregation is growing because of it, and how we are growing as individuals to live out our own calling that God has given us. But still, there are so many lives that are affected because the powers that be do not want their power to be taken away from them. So they are willing to do anything in order to hold on to that power. And when we hear about these things in our world, it breaks our heart from children being separated from their families to mass shootings in schools in our communities, or someone being mistreated because of their sexuality or the color of their skin. When we hear about these things, these are the injustices that we experience in our world today. And it breaks our heart. But we are called 
to do something about it, to stand up to those powers. And we think about the people who choose to do the right thing because they're, they, they want to stand up and say enough is enough. But when we think about doing that ourselves, we might be afraid because what are we going to lose if we do something like that? What are we going to lose? How is our own power going to be taken away? Or how is our lives going to be negatively affected if we do something to stand up to the injustices in our world? But what God does is God comes into our life and says, if when you stand up, you will not be alone. This is the reason that Jesus came into the world to take on our lot, our life, and to experience and endure all that we do. The disappointments, the fear, the violence, and even death. All so that we will not be alone. We do not suffer alone. We do not fear alone. We do not live alone. And we do not die alone. Sometimes life can be beautiful and wonderful and filled with goodness and grace. And God is definitely a part of that. Giving us blessings and celebrating with us and for us. But sometimes life can be hard. Disappointing, filled with hurt and heartache. And God is within our life and in our space with that as well. Holding on to us, comforting us, blessing us with a promise that no matter what happens in our life, that God is going to be there with us and for us. Promising not even death will be able to separate us from the love of God. So the promises of God is that, is that God is with Mary and Joseph and Jesus, this family seeking refuge, running for their life, doing anything they can to protect their child. And that promise comes to us as well as we at times run for our lives. We can be rest assured that God is with us holding on to us in the joys and in the sorrows, working through our triumphs and tragedies. As we share the news of salvation that God has brought through the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus. So when we encounter the injustices in our world, the injustices from rulers who create violence and hardships on the meek and the mild, the vulnerable. We as a community are called to stand up to those injustices with the hope and the promise that no matter what happens, God is with us. That Jesus has joined us in our story to grant us new life so that we don't have to just endure this life, but we can live it in abundance. God has come to us through Jesus to give us grace and courage and hope to stand up to the powers that go against what is right and just and good. So that we can turn around and take the experiences that we have, the experiences that we have within our community, the experiences that we have as we gather around the altar and receive the sacrament, the bread and the wine, the body and blood of Christ. 
As we take these experiences and go out into the world and share them with the world. So that no one will have to run or flee their life ever again. This is the life that God is calling us to. A life of sacrifice, but also a life of hope. Amen.